Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the Samaritan woman. This is found in John chapter 4. And we're going to begin with verse 3. We're going to read all the way down to verse 42. Jesus left Judea and departed again for Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is it that is saying to you, Give me a drink? You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband, and come here. And the woman answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, am he. Just then his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking 
with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me that I all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, He Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish his work. Do not say, There are yet four months, then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice. Here the saying holds true, one sows, another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed on him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him uh, to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this indeed is the Savior of the world. Uh, this encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman, it's, it's unique in two ways. One, a Jew speaking to a Samaritan was not normal. The, the other is um, or th- this being a woman, mm-hmm. that Jesus approaching and speaking to a woman. Yet Jesus makes time for this encounter and has this, this time to spend with her. Mm-hmm. And later with people for a couple of days. Yeah. I like this story because it's, um, it's a unique intersection of two stories. Mm-hmm. It is the story of the woman the story she was hiding from the prying eyes. That's mm-hmm. the reason she went to uh, bring water at noon when, you know, during those long siesta hours, everyone is in, was in their tent eating and, you know, taking a nap after that. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to stay away from those eyes who, you know, knew her life. She had five husbands living with another one. And the second story is the story of Jesus. And the people did not believe that story in Jerusalem. He went to a Judean countryside and now to Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ reveals his identity in a very interesting way, connecting with her own story, offering the living water and saying, I am the Messiah that you are waiting for. Yeah, I like how Jesus is constantly using situations or things around him to mm-hmm. present salvation in different ways. Practical ways, yeah. connecting to our lives. Yeah, and, and I think this is good because, you know, we have the Bible at our fingertips. We can read it all the time, but there are people who throughout history, maybe they were illiterate, they couldn't read, or maybe they didn't have access to the word. Hearing the stories 
that Jesus is the living water. Just as we need water, we need Christ. Jesus is the bread. Just as we need food, we need Christ. You know, all, all these things helps us to remember the the good news, the gospel, even outside of access to the Bible. Mm-hmm. So in addition to those two stories, the woman's story mm-hmm. and Jesus' story, we have two other stories put in contrast in a, in a beautiful way mm-hmm. in this chapter. One is the story of the woman who, as soon as she received the living water, she became a witness for Christ. She went back to the village and she saw in those people from whom she was hiding, she saw in them potential members in the kingdom of Christ, Mm -hmm. followers of Messiah. And she invited them, hey, come and see someone who told me everything I've done, maybe he's Messiah, the Messiah that we are waiting for. On the other side, by contrast, is the story of uh, the disciples. Mm-hmm. The disciples came back and uh, uh, Jesus said uh, in verse 35, Do you not say there are yet or four more months then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are wide, ready for harvest. Mm-hmm. And they looked they didn't see harvest, they saw Samaritans. Yeah. <laughs> and Samaritans are their enemies. They would never ever walk into a Samaritan's house. They will never sit on their tables. They will never sleep in their beds. They will never uh, eat their food because they are enemies. The Samaritans created a system of worship which was competing with the temple in Jerusalem. And this is why they are considered uh, the last people, the lowest quality, mm-hmm. um, religiously speaking. And Jesus Christ said, look, and the disciples looked and they couldn't see anything. They saw a woman, they saw some, you know, uh, long time enemies. But as soon as the woman received the living water, she saw in those people harvest. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. This is maybe one of the most profound lessons on evangelism. You know, evangelism means sharing the gospel. So what does this story tell us about Jesus? He looks at us with different eyes. He sees us as potential members of his kingdom, as disciples, as, as uh, he, he doesn't look at us the way we look at other people when we see just, you know, a potential customer to buy our products or uh, someone who bring profit to to my business or someone who we can extend our uh, network like on on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. or so. For me, it is he knows the deep, dark secrets that we have in our life, but that does not keep him away from us. Yes. He, he even knowing the deep dark secrets he seeks us out yeah in fact knowing those deep dark secrets will uh, pull him closer to us because he realized that we need him that without him we cannot uh, move out of darkness into the light of his presence into the light of his kingdom so what does this passage 
how's it speaking to you today? What's it telling you today? Well, it is telling me that I should look at people with different eyes, mm -hmm. see them differently. I should have time for them. Each individual is important for God. Uh, I should never, you know, look for quantity as well as for quality time spent to one person, one person at a time. For me, as I read through this, the, the thing that jumps out the most is I should um, share my story with other people. Mm -hmm. The Samaritan woman, she shared her story mm -hmm. um, with other people and they believed in Jesus because of her story. Mm. But then when she brought them to Jesus and them being with Jesus, they believed in Jesus because of their experience with him. Yes, that's beautiful. All right, so what are we gonna do about it? Well, it's about time to share the gospel as little as we know. Mm -hmm. This woman knew just two things, uh, or maybe just one thing. This guy who knows everything about me, he looks like a prophet, he might be Messiah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go and talk to him. Yeah, for me, I, I do this often. I pray for divine appointments. Yes. You know, that, that God will put me in contact with someone that he needs to minister to. And we don't have to share a complex uh, theological thought. We just have to share what God has done for me. And, and it, it might even be simpler than that. It might be helping someone pay for a meal or mm -hmm. providing a coat or, you know, we can share Jesus in lifting the burdens of others. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We'll see other events in the gospel and one of them, Jesus Christ, uh, was touched by a woman. It was a touch of faith. And uh, he looked back in a very crowded environment and said, who touched me? Who touched me in a different way? Because something, some power, some energy left me mm -hmm. and went into someone else. And the purpose of that question is to make that lady who was instantly healed share her story. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's pray. Father God, we desire to share the gospel, to share the good news with those around us that, that they too can come in connection with Jesus Christ, that they can have the peace that passes understanding, that they can live in the light and not in the darkness, that um, they can have the joy, unspeakable joy. Father, I pray that in our lives we can, we can represent you. Mm -hmm. And that when we've found someone who sees Jesus in us, who desires to follow Jesus, we, like the Samaritan woman, can bring them to Jesus. Amen. That their faith may be grounded in that relationship and not just because we said so. So go with us now and give us divine appointments. Work uh, with us each and every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.